is Fern Halls. This is Naoki Yoshida. And you're listening to Aetherite Radio. And you're listening to Aetherite Radio. Here we go! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Aetherite Radio. This is Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Fusion X. And joining me today, we have a uh, creepy waving low into the camera guy. We have Dr. Mog. What's up, everybody? <laughs> we have... We have slightly less creepy Michelle below <laughs> me, and uh, then on the, the other corner there, we got Bryn. What's going on, guys? Not much, man. It's been a fun week. Yeah. So, uh, beta's been going on for a little longer than uh, the usual weekend, so getting uh, getting our fill for sure. Um, so we'll jump right in here. Uh, what have you guys been up to with uh, with the beta? Beta? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, obviously beta, but but what have you been doing in beta? What have uh, what have you been enjoying? We'll uh, we'll go counterclockwise, I guess, for me. So, uh, Mog. Uh, data collection, lots of it, like you. hundreds of hours of data collection. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, later on in the show. Uh, Bryn, what have you been up to? Uh, mostly this la- these last couple of days been just exploring all the different areas, capturing some really good screenshots that I can just kind of post up anywhere. Um, and like, then, like in the uh, wiki. <laughs> yeah, right? I can send you. Right? I can send you these screenshots. Beautiful stuff. I mean, just uh, unbelievable. The zones, kind of, you know, from the tour of Azoria Three, which we'll talk about. Kind of was like, oh, I found a couple of the spots that they showed off, and that was exciting. And then um, I, you know, I finished all the, you know, the quests that they had in there. Uh, not all the side quests, but. Um, have been uh, doing like the fates, and then uh, really using the uh, the duty finder <laughs> uh, a lot, you know. So I've been really testing that out, and then just you know reporting bugs and going to work. So that's always the <laughs> thing, you know. Yeah. How about using Idris? Uh, more of the same uh, screenshots, all the things, wandering around, going, "Oh, this is that, and that's this," and finding. Uh, one of my favorite things has been finding the old stones and going, oh, that must be this area, like uh, oh, up sure. in the floating city. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this is near that, is that, that ocean place. path that yeah. we could never go down before. And just cool. thinking about uh, like the the one area with all the bones sticking up out of the ground, like mm-hmm. that was at the bottom of a lake before. That's kind of cool. Are you talking yeah. about in in Lodosia there? Yeah. So you want to you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. The uh, the skeleton. On the cliff mm-hmm. side, was actually in Spoche. Yeah. You could have. You, you could. No, see no, it I in, saw it. In Spoche, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was in the room. Um, um, there were actually with, like corals. There were two of them actually. Mm-hmm. So the question is, where's the other one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or is it? Is it like definitely the same one? I know it looks very similar. That's that's what my lore guy is telling me. So really. I, I trust I him. No. So it's all, all these little things. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. Someone's like, hey, so remember that dungeon we made? Let's take that like skeleton and we'll, like put it on the side of a cliff. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. But uh, yeah, so little things. Yeah, and I've been uh, duty finding and uh, duty finding, guild testing, all that stuff. So, and uh, editing. I'm real impressed with the guild tests and that and that yeah. whole system. Yeah. I've really like uh, enjoyed it's that. It reminds me of um, Assault from Eleven a little bit. Mm-hmm. Was, I did. Uh, I did this one. Um, it took me into. Uh, I think it was Western Thanalon. Um and you basically you kind of go up this path and you open these doors. And it was a part of the map I hadn't been to yet. I was like, 
did I not get here before? Because you can only get here through the guild house. So I'm like freaking out. I was like, oh my god, like wow, this is crazy. And then I went back later, and I'm like, oh no, I just hadn't been here yet. Never mind. <laughs> I thought I, I thought it was like this big thing, and no, not not so much. Uh, but it's cool that they have an element like that. I mean, you know, in the just in the regular map, there's all these. Um, you know, levers and gates and stuff like that, but if you go into a guild house in these instances, that stuff is, you know, it can be closed and you have to open it, and, you know, it, there can be some differences with that, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll get right into news here. Uh, before Meteor Soundtrack is available for pre-order from the Square Enix online store, it's like 50 bucks. Um, it's coming out um, in Japan, I believe it's August uh, 20... Something around that, um, because they're importing a bunch of them. Um, the release date for NA is the second uh, of uh, September. So, uh, pre-order those. Get your Dalaman minion. Code is not region locked. And uh, done. Enjoy yourself some music. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy Eleven or Eleven. <laughs> what did you just Fire. do? Wrong universe, man. <laughs> right. universe. Wrong game. I have two games I play. Two games. It's like it's, I'm, I'm like the parent that mixes up their children's names when they go to the <laughs> You're like, damn it, hey, you. I mean Optimus Prime. Um, I don't have an MC4 to you in a Realm Reborn. Uh, hit one million registered people for beta. That's a lot of people. That's not people that are playing the beta that's people that registered for beta um yeah, i've been uh, doing my so best good. to recruit each and every one of those <laughs> so is that, Go, going door to door there you go is that people in the beta or just people who have signed people up who signed up yeah okay. would you like to hear about our lord and savior naoki yoshida <laughs> sure come on in um he remade the world and uh <laughs> In about two years. <laughs> this is becoming kind of strangely appropriate. It's like the Ooh. Family Guy episode where Peter's a, a Jehovah's Witness, and someone's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, oh, really? Usually people just slam the door in my face. And then he, he basically like destri- describes like the plot line of Quantum Leap with Jesus in it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, Duty Finder video has been released. Uh, so for those of you not playing the beta or for those of you playing the beta and aren't sure how that works, you can check that out. Uh, and see uh, how that's going. It's really good stuff. I like how it works. Um, lightning. What? Lightning. Um, lightning for Final Fantasy 13. Uh, it was announced at Japan Expo last weekend. Is going to make an appearance in Final Fantasy 14. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll talk about that a little later on. That's a big discussion topic for us here. A lot of people nerd raging about this. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people deal with it. Dot giffing about it too. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that and uh, kind of fan service in general. Uh, tour of Eorzea Part Three is now up. This was also uh, out right after Japan Expo. There, uh, first look at Mordona and Corthus. For a Realm Reborn looks really cool. Oh man! Um, I want it. I want it now. I love it. It's. I. I think it's. It's funny that Mordona actually looks closer to the original 1.0 CG video than it did, than it looked in in 1.0. Mm-hmm. It's like how it originally was, right? And this is after it's gotten messed up like what twice now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> first, it was a giant battle. Midgard Swarmer blew up. 
Then Dalamud comes behind and messes stuff up, and hey, it looks like it was originally supposed to. Great, all right. All the all the beautiful stuff was actually under the rubble, and Muhammad released the rubble, and thus now we have uh, some very interesting environments just from the video. Bah looks, uh, Muhammad you know. is actually just the world's best landscaper when it comes down to it. <laughs> um, um, looking really good too. A lot of snowy stuff. There was uh, there was one part in that video. I think it was boulder downs but it was like red the red rock sides or the cliff sides mm -hmm. or the crystal With or whatever the snow? all i could think mm -hmm. of was oh, like man. like something died here like neon genesis evangelion style it looks like it was just like blood just like splattered all over this cliff side or something but the uh, palette was the color palette they they used uh yeah it's it just like pops yeah uh, music was really good too. I love the music in Corthus. It's just it just has this kind of like welcome to end game, you know, like kind of vibe <laughs> to it. Really what about like the like when they showed off uh, in Corthus the a dragon head, um, you know? So you have the the camp, uh, you know, that we're used to with just the aetherite, but now it's like this like it's, fortress, you yeah. know? And it was, I was like, yes, this I is love that. what um, somebody would build. <laughs> uh, also, too, right when it gets to Corthus in that video, we uh, we get our first look at Titan Maggie, which we haven't seen it. We've seen Ifrit, now we've seen Titan, um, who just looks like a little rock with a weird hairdo. It's just like a, like a gray, like, slick back or something. Um, and another thing to take note of, too, and there's been a little bit of back and forth uh, on forums and stuff about this. Uh, when they show Corthus, uh, it appears that the gates of judgment are open. Uh, hmm. These are, this is the gate that leads into Ishgard. Um, so a lot of people are like, well, no, there's there's a second gate past that, and that's closed. I'm like, but, but the main gate is open. If it was closed, you'd think that first gate would be down, right? Yep. So, I don't know if that's saying anything, or maybe that's just how it was when they shot the video, but uh, we'll see. We'll take a look at that soon. Um, I don't know, is, I don't know if Mortal and Corthus are going to be in Phase 4. Do we know if they are? I, I, we I don't. don't. We haven't heard anything official. Yeah. Um, but we don't really know, like, you know, the content level that is coming with Phase 4. They said that from 3 to 4, there's going to be a huge jump in content, That's just true, like from yeah. four to release. So, I mean, it very well could be, you know, lopped up into that um, huge, uh, you know, part of content. So we'll find out, I guess, here, hopefully in a couple of weeks. Yeah, right. Uh, chat room, now Celestine said Ishgard won't be until the first expansion. Yeah, that's what we heard. Yeah, that's what we um, so, heard as well. Which is kind of odd that the gates are open. Um, so, I mean, it could be... You know, for all yeah, you know, maybe maybe they're coming out and, and you should be like, hey, you guys like scholars? Kind of a cool surprise. Ishgard, what's up? You know, like <laughs> probably not. That would be interesting. That would be uh -huh. that would be cool, but probably not. Um, yeah. Did we ever did we ever get a confirmation mog on the um, the test phase the four test phase four length stuff? Did we find uh, or was that just the translation you found? It's just a rumor uh, translation from whatever was happening. Somebody. So rumor is yeah. that phase 4 testing is going to be a week long, a whopping one week long, uh, and that Arcanus is going to be playable for it. Is yep. another bit I saw that. Um, We're not sure of the sources on that yeah. yet. But, I haven't uh, seen it on yeah, channels right now. So. That'd be a surprise yeah. considering you know he's already said that it, uh, it was it's not going to be till release, but you know, he can change his mind, so... <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I like to, I'd like to get my hands on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, for PS3 people out there, uh, they've announced that you can assign multiple copies of A Realm Reborn to a PlayStation ID uh, before you could only link 
one per ID. So if for some reason you want to play, you know, five different accounts on your PS3, you can do that now. Um, you know what I did yesterday that was kind of fun? I uh, ran two instances of the beta on my computer. <laughs> and it was like, same. why are you doing this to me? I, I love that I can play PC and PS3 on the same account at the same time. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I tried that earlier. You sure? I was I tried doing it. Into, uh, I was two different doing computers. it. I had oh, you know what? I did see if one is on a Japanese server and one is on a North American server, one character. Oh, is that what it is? Do that. Yeah, you can't do two characters on the same data center. Uh, I, uh, I read that. So if you've got two characters on a North American server, you can't. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting that it works. It works like that, but not the same data center. That's odd. Hmm. And it's interesting from the same account too. I thought. I yeah, don't know. you would think if what's the, they were doing what's the that benefit? Well, uh, dual boxing two characters on one account on one server, so that, you that could would be the potentially. Benefit. Yeah, if you well, if you were yeah, two if you had two characters on the same server, then absolutely. But if you just said that, you know, with the the North American and the Japanese split, yeah. you're you know you're essentially, you know, ha you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe all are you know better gamers <laughs> than I am, but I only have so many hands and feet, you know, the, to, to <laughs> right. play and. And focus, it's like, you know... <laughs> Maybe you get lucky uh, searching in Duty Finder and get yourself so you could dual box in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just put yourself in the party. There you go. Well, the new follow mechanic, I have to say, I've been using that and love it, and so that's going to make uh, kind of that dual boxing a lot easier. When it yeah, it persists just... through zones. It's pretty sweet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's smart, too, because, like, if you if you're the, the person who's leading does something funny, the, you know, the follower will go in... You know, it's not like they're doing just a direct line and will not stop running. Y'all ever remember that? You ever follow on a second box? And they'll just keep, you know, they yeah. just keep running, yep. running, running, and not doing anything. And it's like, man, this is this is fantastic. Yeah, specifically the the new follow system actually uh, has waypoints. It seems so. If you're walking in odd, every time you make a change to a straight line, it actually unless you jump over that. something. Yeah, the, yeah, the jump is there. That throws you <laughs> off. I used to mess with people so much in eleven by doing that. So I'd be like, all right, like I got AFK real quick. I'll just put you on follow. Don't change gear. And of course, you know, you always change gear because yeah. you're that person, right? Um, and then there was, uh, <laughs> I was in, I was in a Dunes party, and somebody auto followed the the target we were fighting. And so after the target died, he just ran, like, across the zone and aggroed everything and died. We're like, why would awesome. you auto follow the, the monster? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, guy. Um. World Transfer Deadline is coming up. Ends on July 15th at 7.59 a.m. Pacific. Wow. So if you need to move to a different server, better do that now. I foresee a lot of mad people two days after that date. Mm -hmm. How come they, they didn't, didn't know. give us enough they didn't tell us. Nobody told me. Yeah. Where was I? What the hell? <laughs> Not enough time. I was out of town for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> I demand a free server <laughs> transfer. Um, I was taking a sabbatical. There you go. <laughs> the, uh, the official Final Fantasy XIV website has been updated now uh, with allies, uh, and they're from those two factions, the Scions of the Seventh Dawn and the Garland Ironworks. Um, the thing that caught my eye on here was the description for Louis Swa, who is the uh, old elven dude at the end of the end of an era trailer that uh, dies. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Using the quote fingers now. Uh, the description <laughs> for this says, The wise and wi wizened? 
Mm-hmm. Wizened. Wizened, 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 okay. Uh, former leader of the Circle of Knowing, a fellowship of learned individuals hailing from the far northern island nation of Charlay. And first off, they say island nation. If you look at the original map for Orzea, or for Eorzea, Charlayan isn't on an island. Is now. <laughs> They've said this in 1.0, like at least in one spot too. It's not on an island. It's on the main I continent. Know. I don't know. Lots of water got shifted around. You don't right. know. Well, it's, it's funny, right? Because I talked to my lore guy about this. He's like, well, well, you know, Ironheart, the guy that, that made the map, maybe he didn't get over there because they were at war at the time. So maybe he just kind of generalized. I'm like, all right. You wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. Island something. Sure. Yeah. That'd be a twist. We'll, we'll see what happens with <laughs> the that. The map that we've had, you Maybe know, Bahamut went was all crazy. And well, you know, you say that broke some of the off. There was there was dialogue in 1.0 that said it was a it was an island nation too. Uh-huh. So that's that's what throws me for a loop. But anyway, uh, it says in seeking to forestall the calamitous arrival of the seventh Umbral era, Louisois invoked the power of the twelve Eorzea's pantheon of guardian deities. Alas, he disappeared amidst a blinding light following the ritual, and has not been seen or heard from since. So they don't say he died, he just disappeared. And not They never he, said he died. It was presumed. It kind of all really right. assumed, well, here, yeah. Here's the thing, right? So people figure, okay, at the end of an era, Bahamut gets off Mega Flare, kills Louis Swa, and that's it. But, with the lore, what happens is that white light, that pops up, and then Bahamut just disappears. And nobody knows where he goes. So... Mm-hmm. Louis Swa disappears too, so I get to see him and like Bahamut like sitting in like the labyrinth of Bahamut, just like playing cards. They're down there just something. drinking tea. Yeah. Well, you we also disappeared. You know, like our <laughs> one point well, characters, they also disappeared in that regard. And now we're we got a blue light though. We, they were all we disappeared okay. via Louis Swa, right? He's like, mm-hmm. get out of here, stuff is going down, um, and then he just straight up disappears through this this white blinding light. Um, and we don't know what caused it. I mean, we can, you know, sit here and think up things all day. Well, maybe it was Odin. Maybe it was something else. Um, but this would also explain how the Grand Company leaders are still alive. Mm-hmm. If that white light came up before Bahamut popped Mega Flare, everybody else that was there, in theory, should have not died, right? So, we'll see. Hopefully they explain that a little more. But I Maybe they'll just show up a year later. We're all five years in the future. They're all six. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> um, fan kit number two has been released. Uh, more minion icons for uh, for all your social medias and uh, class artwork that was teased on the uh, developer's blog a little while back. So make sure to check those out. Those are all cell phone wallpapers, too. I don't think they're like desktop wallpapers, which is weird. Um Yoshi P responses to oh no never mind I was gonna delete that earlier and I didn't that's my bad <laughs> we're gonna talk about that later we're gonna talk about that later yeah I figured we were <laughs> um, and some ultimate tease s- good job reading ahead on that some stuff from us over at gamerscape.com we do have an interview that we posted with Michael Christopher Koji Fox who is Fern Halls on the forums he's lead localization for Final Fantasy XIV make sure to check that stuff out um, he actually kind of hinted at some of this other characters from Final Fantasy thing and I didn't really pick up on it as much when we were talking about it because I'm like, well, Sephiroth was mentioned in a quest and he, he's like, oh yeah, yeah we'll be seeing characters from other Final Fantasies popping on. I'm like, oh, so like probably a little more quest references or something like that, whatever. Uh, probably not the case now with uh, with 
recent developments. Um, so check that out. Uh, really cool interview. Really great guy to talk to. Um, we also uh, talked a little bit with him about uh, pronunciations on, uh, on the last episode. Uh, also, we're doing a giveaway. You can win a signed Meteor Survivor polo shirt signed by Naoki Yoshida. We got two of these guys at E3. Uh, the There's two deadlines for these. Um, one is, I believe, tomorrow. So by tomorrow night. You know now? Well, we, we just changed one like <laughs> yesterday. Um, so one is one I believe is for tomorrow. Um, so go make sure and sign up for that now. Uh, the second one is for our supporters, people that uh, have got supporter status on the site, either through uh, donations, subscriptions, or wiki edits. Uh, for more info on that, you can click on support right there on the, uh, the main uh, menu on the website. Um, and that's going to be a little later. So... If you want to get supporter status via wiki edits, and you're maybe just taking a million screenshots during this last beta test here, um, and you want to work on it next week or this coming week, um, you'll have some time to get your edits in to qualify for supporter status. You need 500 plus edits for that, so really easy to get. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be added. So jealous of all these people because we can't win this shirt. I know. I wish, shirt. I wish I had a signed <laughs> shirt. Um, but there you go. That's all for news for this week. Um, next up, we have uh, two little discussions we want to go into. Uh, first up, I'm going to let Mog take this one. This is kind of his baby, if if one could give birth to spreadsheets and numbers. <laughs> so, uh, stat testing. What you it got was for a difficult, us? very long birth. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we did some independent testing this weekend. How much in depth do you want me to go into this? Because this is like. As five hours. I will take a Make it as, as yeah. simple as you can if people were only <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> Stats improve oh performance. I did a mod blog <laughs> on I mean, our don't, first don't weekend. Be, don't be thrown out like like formulas. You know, we don't need to know like strength equals crit times dex times the square root of Yoshida's face time. You know, just just generalize it a little bit for us here. And I'm going to need a new spreadsheet on the uh, square root of Yoshida's face. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that for you next time I see him. I just need to take a Thanks. couple measurements, if you don't mind. If that's, if that's a part of the, for the, for uh, the damage, damage formula. We just need We're going to need that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had uh, some great people did some actual um, arithmetic for the actual stat. I mean, uh calculations for damage uh, based on your main stats, so strength if you're a melee or dex if you're a range and uh, so forth. And, and uh, independently, we did testing on different values and uh, put them into one gigantic spreadsheet and pretty much confirmed those values and on top of that came up with some more information. Like, uh, let me look at it really quick because my mind is a blur. Um, we did, for instance, skill and spell speed how much uh, total is required to reduce the global cooldown? Too much. Strength is the answer yeah. to that. So it's it's don't a lot. Even worry about it. If if you're one of those people that, um, especially people coming off eleven, um, where haste was such a big haste. deal, they'll see skill speed and say, "All right, I need to gear this. This is going to be like the stat." Don't even no, don't worry yet. about it. It's it's so insignificant compared to the other stats that you can get. So don't worry about mm -hmm. gearing for skill speed or magic speed. Yeah, it's uh, not too important. It affects longer casting times more than it does shorter casting times because it's a percentage-based thing, so you're going to want to um, not necessarily stack towards it, but it's not a bad thing to put on gear. Especially when haste comes, it's going to yeah. be, you know, 
hopefully multiplicative. It's anyway, things like you know gear for something else, and if you can get something that has the same raw stats and one that has speed on top of that, obviously get the speed. But yeah, don't gear for speed. Yeah, it's not a build. I guess is the right yeah, way to put that. There you go. Um, yeah, you're always going to the uh, from what I've gathered here, uh, the main the order of operations sort of for for gearing yourself out so far is going to be your main stat. Uh, that's the first thing you always want to pick, your DD stat, which is going to be strength if you're pug or monk or lancer or dragoon or even warrior or paladin, and uh, dex for bard, uh, mind for your white mage, and int for your black mage. That's your main stat. You want to stack those numbers as high as possible. They give the largest bonus to your damage uh, by a long shot, and all of that's in the spreadsheet if you guys want to see it. And uh, secondary stats... Uh, looks to be that crit has a very, very good um, modifier on how much damage you do. Uh, you need crit testing, but crit testing is really hard because you need a really huge sample size to get a very good uh, percent on your stats, um, to get a, uh, rather on the sample size. Um, yeah, I'm rambling, but that's it's, it's really tough to test. And so is parry and uh, block because of the sample size needed. So those we have some preliminary preliminary values for, but we're going to have to do more testing on, and uh, go look at the doc. It's it's all there. I, I don't want to go into it too much, but uh, we've got all the numbers, and it's uh, it's summarized in the document. So. And we'll make sure to uh, throw up a link, too, for the for on this episode post when we uh, when we get this posted for the uh, the Mog blog with, uh, with that stuff, or vlog, rather. Mog blog. Oh, <laughs> I have Mog blog, yeah, whatever you want to call it. I have, I have a friend that runs a site called the Mog blog, so like, wait, no, 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 hold on, that's not it. Something it wasn't intentional. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't try and copy that. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention uh, in particular is actually I tested White Raven earring. A lot of people were mm. um, complaining about the new three slashing resistance is the stats that are on the White Raven earring, which were which was obtained by defeating probably the hardest boss in 1.0. Yeah, they're, they're not changing it. It was pretty much a, like, well, it's, it's, it's a cool kind of cosmetic thing now. Isn't that cool, guys? Everyone's like, no, it is not community rep. No, it is no. Not. And so nobody, everyone started complaining without even knowing what three slashing resistance did. So we did the testing on it, and uh, after lots of preliminary testing, we got it down to basically one slashing resistance is a one percent straight reduction off of the slashing damage you take. So three would be a three percent, and. That uh, is interesting because it's one of the only items in the game that actually s will scale with your level, it seems, because that will be the same forever. And also, uh, that means that it gets better the higher your stats are because it's going to be harder and harder to find a 3% damage reduction in Just your stats. Right. Sorry, yeah, I, I'm saying the numbers and stuff, <laughs> but it's not, it's not uh, absolutely terrible. It's... Uh, situationally it's, good. It's just not as generally useful as it once was. Yeah. Which is a little bit of a shame for those people that, that got that. But, yep. Uh, okay, that's my rant. All I'm right. good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we'll uh, we'll put a link up to that. Um, make sure to check that. A lot of numbers in there. So. Uh, Thank you for doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, I need to. I need to know it anyway. You know, yeah. I'm trying to run an end game shell, and so somebody's got to know what all the numbers mean. Trying to get some. I remember I was there in credit when he was trying to test like shield blocking, and he's like, "You know what? I'm just. I'm done. I'm done. I can't do it anymore today. I'm just. I can't." Because <laughs> <laughs> those are hard. It's not just like attacking where you just go in there, you hit stuff a bunch, and you're done. You actually have to get a block 
or you mm -hmm. have to parry, you know, and then it's... Think, think of it this way. A monster attacks you once every two and a half or three seconds, and to get a good sample size, you need to get hit a thousand times, so that's yeah. two and a half thousand seconds, and only 5% of those, or maybe or less, parries, are actual yeah. blocks. And uh, I found that dodges and blocks and parries are part of the same number. So, for instance, really? if you dodge something, that could have been a parry or a block. Oh, so if your dodge rate's really high, like on a low monster, your parry rate and your block rate are going to be very low. So you get to stand there, and I'm not kidding, every single test on parry and block and crit is like an hour or two for a single value. So you want to test what 240 block rating is, stand there for an hour. Auto attack, <laughs> and you have to actively pick different targets. You have to kill monsters, you know. Yeah. So it's long. That's crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna say thank you again. Yeah. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I don't Muchas know what gracias. any of this means, but thank you very much. I'll, no, I'll no, give no, you all the it. answers. People yeah. are gonna want to know best builds and stuff, and hopefully, yeah. Dave of War and Gamerscape will have that info before anyone else. We'll so keep an eye on it. Yep. All right. That'll lead us into our discussion about fan service. Uh, so, we'll just, you know, shit hit the fan, basically. <laughs> Last weekend, uh, Yoshida comes out of Japan Expo. Hey guys, Lightning's gonna be in Final Fantasy fourteen, And it's and you can get clothes and weapons from, from, uh, from Lightning and Snow. And uh, it's it's not like, oh, it's just like a, you know, a Lightning impersonator. It is it is the Lightning, the character, from Final Fantasy thirteen. Um, me being a big lore guy, I'm like, whoa, 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 how, how, how are you doing this? Like, that's, that's weird, right? <laughs> um, a lot of people, because they hate Lightning or they hate 13, are like, get this out of here. A lot of people are like, I'm going to cancel my pre-order, and I'm not going to play this game anymore. Uh, and then you have the people that are just like, cool, more fan service, awesome, love it. Um, we did a poll, uh, 36% like it, uh, 29%. Uh, liked the idea of costumes, but weren't sure about implementation of lightning in the actual game, her actually being there. 90% uh, disliked it, and 16% could care less. So, or, or, or rather, don't care at all, or, or indifferent, whatever. They're like, eh, alright. Um, <laughs> so we asked for people's responses. We had, it, it kind of, it was all the same stuff, right? We either had the people that said, um, you know, I love this. I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. Any other Final Fantasy characters in here getting costumes and stuff, especially, that's really cool. I love it. I want to see more of it. Um, you have the people that are saying, eh, like, you know, you need to have Final Fantasy XIV stand on its own merits. You need to have it be unique. And you can't do that when you're adding in a bunch of Final Fantasy characters from previous games. Um, and the, the, the bigger argument, or the kind of medium with that was, um, you know, you have um, Crystal Tower, right? You have Magitek. Those are both in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, but you also have, you know, you have Biggs, you have Wedge, you have Sid. Um, but the difference between those and Lightning is that um, those characters, those locations, or whatever, those were integrated into the lore. Um, it wasn't just... Well, they're like, also unique for that world. Right. You know, so it's not the same Biggs and Wedge from Seven. It's not the same. They do in all of them. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. We're talking themes here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, Gilgamesh is is coming in. Well, Gilgamesh has been in there is, other it, games as well. Gil, it's it's the it's the same Gilgamesh, right? Like across all, there there's one of no. them that's like the it's, same. Well, you know the the with the model that they showed, um, which was 
close to the 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 Final Fantasy V model. It was yeah, he was like a dimension hopper. Um, there was a Gilgamesh in in eleven. He was he was a pirate. Okay, um, it was you know it was a name thing. It was a nod, which is what a lot of this stuff is. It's like hey, mm-hmm. remember the Crystal Tower? Here's a Crystal Tower for fourteen, or here's a Biggs and Wedge for for fourteen, or a Sid for fourteen. Um, but this will be the first time in any numbered Final Fantasy game where a character from another game makes an appearance, and it is that character. It is, you know, she's coming from the world of Final Fantasy thirteen into into Eorzea, um, and that'll be the first time that that's happened. And a lot There's of people are no hoping they're going to integrate her. She's from thirteen. She is from thirteen. Um, and, and she'll have a reason for being there. Um, Yoshida actually made a, uh, a fairly decent length post um, about this on the beta forums, and I'm just going to read this this guy verbatim because I think it's important in this discussion. He says, Thanks for all the feedback and discussion in regards to the collaboration between Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII, and Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Born, that was announced at E3 and Japan Expo. While I was reading over all the comments and writing a post, I thought that there needs to be a clear explanation and decided to create this thread. The Japan Expo stage is a place where people like uh, that like Japanese subculture gather, and we focused on the below attractive aspects for our presentation. Lightning will be appearing in the world of Final Fantasy XIV, and then lightning and snow costumes can be obtained in the world of Final Fantasy XIV. What they don't add is that weapons will also be available from other characters within that game. Uh, we'll talk about that too. Um, as a result, I believe that there are some of you who are concerned with the implementations or yeah, implications uh, for the lore of A Realm Reborn and the world of Eorzea and thought, why are you shoehorning lightning into Final Fantasy XIV or is the game just going to be filled with other Final Fantasy characters? Uh, this is the first time we've tried having a Final Fantasy series character make an appearance in another world in a numbered Final Fantasy title. Uh, after announcing this at Japan Expo, we will be having a detailed meeting with Lightning, uh, with the Lightning team, um, but the general consensus between both teams is that it shouldn't just be a simple appearance. Um, they are going to cover why Lightning is in Eorzea, why is Lightning fighting in Eorzea, what's the connection between Adventures and Lightning, and what will happen to Lightning after visiting Eorzea. Uh, the story that answers these questions is already being created, and it will also be related to the Lightning Saga. So it's not just going to m- mesh with 14 lore, it's also going to mesh with 13 lore as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not just a Lightning clone showing up in Eorzea, it is the one and only Lightning. Uh, we are also creating a lot of character dialogue for her, as well as special cutscenes. We've established a proper story and I hope you're excited to see it. Um, Also, in regards to future collaborations with Final Fantasy uh, series characters, we will be adhering to the below principles. We will never introduce characters that would destroy their meaning or story. We will not use characters that are already dead or whose role has ended in their title. So, they're not bringing Aerith or Ares, however you want to pronounce that. She's probably not going to pop up. She died. She's gone. Um, for... Unless she got sucked into the void. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and landed. Oh, where else? What you don't see is is in that cutscene in, in 7 when Cloud kind of lays her to rest, when she kind of sinks down in there. Atomos is actually at the bottom of that. And no, no. 
No. No, I agree. No, but no, yeah, no, go no, ahead. No. <laughs> continue, continue. Um, she goes on to say, for example, um, Red 13, who appeared in Final Fantasy VII, um, you know, I believe we've mentioned Red 14 as a joke before, but Red 13 is a, is a very uh, special and rare kind of role in the world of Seven. Um, so if he was wandering around the world of Eorzea, it would destroy the image of, of the world of Seven. Um, so we can't do that. Uh, this is just a simple example of what we're talking about. Leading up to my involvement with 14, I've always been a fan of the Final Fantasy series, just like everyone else. Because of that, I want to keep the lore important and consider the storyline in its entirety. So please don't worry when it comes to this. P.S. When it comes to Minions, however, we are going to completely run with it. I like that little which, comment. Which we've seen before. I mean, you know, all this, all the little little Minions and stuff coming out. Um, so it's, it's interesting that um, you know, we had uh, th some interviews coming out of Japan Expo. Um, a lot of people were asking about this because this was announced that weekend. Um, and, you know, he came out and he was just talking about, you know, maybe we'll see other characters in the future as well. Maybe, you know, Sephiroth could be like a, a dungeon boss or Cloud and his motorcycle could show up or something. Um, I thought Cloud on the motorcycle was a fairly specific example. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll probably see that in the future. Uh, when we talked with Koji, he had made a mention that, you know, you won't see Sephiroth in the main scenario or anything, and we're like, well, like, side quest or something? He's like, I I'm not telling you. So, hmm. you know, which is interesting, right? Because, you know, they talk about um, they won't use characters that are already dead or whose role has entered in their title, right? But didn't did Sephiroth mm -hmm. die at the end of 7? Nope. Boy. Well, then he had Advent Children. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, That's and then you had Advent boy. Children, right? So it's Boy. like, I, it's it, what I what I do. You can't kill. You can't kill him. What I do really appreciate is because being being the lore guy, right? A lot of people are like, well, something Atomo's dimensional rips, and yeah, there you go. Um, but they say that not only are they working on making it work for the lore of thirteen, um, but that they want to make sure that it works for that character and the lore for that title. So mm -hmm. it's not going to be like you know, Kingdom Hearts or Dissidia, where there's like, alright, we're just going to pull them in, whatever, that's the kind of game this is, enjoy. Um, you know, if it, if it does not make sense for, you know, for Cecil or Kane or Bartz or, you know, Terra or any of those people to be in 14, they probably won't be there. Um, which is kind of interesting. There was one comment I loved um, regarding at E3, they announced that there would be a, a Makote costume and lightning returns, um, and someone made the the comment. And it's like, well, in you know, in the in the lore and stuff, we find out we find out how she gets that costume, right? Because she visited Eorzea and she <laughs> took a costume back with her. And I was like, yeah, this, make a this point, whole thing, right? they this could... whole thing started just because of that costume. That's what it was. The yeah. whole like now we're getting lightning in fourteen That's and exactly stuff is because was, yeah. they decided to make a costume. And they and they made it kind of as a joke too at at E three. Yeah. Um, uh, Kitase, uh, uh, what's the other one? Toriyama and um, and Yoshida were all in the booth at the same time. We're like, hey, look what we made! And Yoshida's <laughs> like, oh, all right, I'll get you guys back. And so I honestly, at Japan Expo, he's like, hey, check this out. I honestly don't see a downside uh, to this and what they've got planned. I know, you know, f there's definitely a lot of feelings, and you know, that's awesome because we're a passionate group 
of gamers and especially fans. But you know, going over what Yoshi you know has said and outlined here, and, and you know his key points for when he you know doing this, I think you know if they hold true to those principles, that down the line we could see some very interesting and exciting opportunities. You know, to relive you know these you know these great stories in these worlds because you know what truly separates. Uh, these universes well maybe they can start to explore you know that and I don't you know see necessarily a downside to that as long as again they respect the lore of the characters on both sides mm-hmm. um, I think it could be a win-win and then obviously if it's not main scenario style stuff well then you know players who don't want to ever you know have anything to do with lightning can well, yeah, and, and you know, that, that's that's one argument that I've seen a lot of. You know, if you don't like it, don't participate in the content, and you won't have to worry about it. But <laughs> if you really hate lightning, and even if you don't do the content, chances are you're probably going to be seeing a lot of people walking around that look like lightning because they're doing the event. So yeah. it's like you, you can't really get away from it. I mean, you cannot do it, well, but that, you that, still that, see it, right? That ties into like I think a level of hatred that maybe you should just <laughs> let it go, let it go. Yeah. you know because it's ruining your own life and your own experiences <laughs> now you know it's like everybody people have different opinions over 13 you know it's uh i think essentially the flaws came down to actually kind of development cycle not from a character perspective i think lightning's a very interesting character i think what you know hurt her was a lot of people had a lot of expectations for that game and they didn't live up to them and that's, you know, we can blame Microsoft for that, but I can go into a rant on that anyway. But, yeah. um, you know, so it's, she's a good character. She's a, and, and we've established already, you know, with, especially in the world of 13, there is some stuff that is going on that is just whacked out crazy. Um, you know, so it, that, I, I don't think for her to, you know, mm-hmm. make the, make the jump is, you know, that much of a leap. But then the other side of it is that, you know, you also, in the back of all our minds, we know that this is, Cross promotion, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, we can't get away from that. PR it's just like, came you know, to Yoshida one day and like we're putting lightning stuff in in fourteen. You're just gonna have to deal with it. And he's just says, figure it out. Oh, okay, God. all right. Um, and it's it's interesting that that you bring up the point of how you thought lightning was a good character. And I think this is this is probably a big source of of why the characters that or the the players that are upset about this are upset because I personally think, and this is it's all opinion based, right? I mm-hmm. think thirteen was just boring i thought all the characters were very like developed very poorly i think square enix is in love with lightning for reasons we will never understand um i feel like they're just kind of forcing her down our throats for the last you know what she's the female cloud no, man. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. that's the thing final <laughs> fantasy can't fail syndrome exactly. 13 one like, wasn't great so like the best it's gotta keep coming had. back until they do it right that's right. at least that's the way I see it. Yeah. It's just I mean some people some people love thirteen, they love lightning. I just I don't want any of it. <laughs> Not a fan I think of they're still I think they're still playing catch up in the, the HD era of development. I think essentially they have these tools and these environments and it took so long and they spent so much time building the world of thirteen and they weren't able to fully flesh it out. Your points uh, are spot on because what you're lacking is the fact is they actually ran out of time and they had to get they had to get something out of the door. So right. they've done all this prep Sounds work. Familiar. 
let's yeah, I know they've done all this prep work. Let's go ahead and uh, you know make us a, a sequel and yeah. improve upon it, and let's you know let's go ahead and live in this world. And I think it's serving two purposes. And this is all just the you know from my my uh, experience is that you know they're also using this opportunity to to train and bring up uh, the development staff in this HD era. They're probably playing around with different. Um, methodologies to development you know they're probably uh, going with agile and iterative and they're working on this stuff and they're using this as an opportunity to take something they've spent a lot of money and time on mm -hmm. and able to get some of that investment back I mean there's a lot of practical reasons behind it and there's a lot of you know and it's sad that I think 13 um, you know was uh, was rushed so because uh, Square Enix, you know, wasn't ready for high-definition gaming. I think a lot of it, too, uh, I mean, keep in mind, too, uh, and this is one of the big problems with, with 14 as well, is they were developing the Crystal Tools engine. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, Tanaka and, and Yoshida both come out, and they're like, yeah, so we spent all this time making this engine, and it's really not that good for MMOs. Like, right. whoops, you messed that one up really bad, guys. Um, yeah. But with, you know, with 13, they were working so long on it, and they had a lot of assets that they didn't use for for the base game, and then that's why 13.2 came around. Um, and you know they figured, well, Versus is probably over here doing we don't know what. Um, let's just plan a sequel to that right away too. And so now we have Lightning Returns. Um, and then you know Versus is 15 now. Um, that's running on Luminous, and and God knows when we'll see that because the stuff that they showed at E3 was all target rendered stuff. It was an actual gameplay. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, Paperware. Yeah. So Fusion Fusion knows what I'm thinking this entire chat. Yeah. So I I'm curious to hear <laughs> to hear your take on this, Zinidra. So and and I remember the first day this was announced, we were talking and she's like <laughs> like oh my god, the role play community is just gonna like flip their shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I help moderate the big role play forum and. It's not been fun. <laughs> but, uh, so one of the biggest issues that a lot of role players have with uh, any game is uh, someone taking their character from another game and going, alright, um, I want my character from Lord of the Rings to be in this world, so they're a dimension hopper. And the majority, I think, of role players are kind of like, please no, that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? So if Malafell are uh, totally hobbits, so I mean, <laughs> the Gridani music is totally the Shire. I mean, it's it true, can work, it's right? True. So, so if you take a character from another game, make them a dimension hopper, and put them in fourteen, you open up the canon for all these people to go. Look, it's in the game. I can be a dimension hopper if I want to. It right. happens. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yes. But should you? Should you? Well, everyone's like, well, you know, Atomos is going to show up, and it'll just spit out all these other Final Fantasy yeah. characters, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, when was the last time we saw Atomos, right? It was basically, you know, he was showing up over-aspecting the Eighth Rites, and it was, it was like the end of the world. We haven't seen him since. We don't know if he's been around since then. So he's just going to come back after five years just to regurgitate, like, fan service. Like, <laughs> I can't... That That's seem. called I mean, granted, it's a very, like, yeah, right. narrow market of people that are having this issue. Yeah. So it's it's not really something that's going to affect everybody else. But for those of us who are in there, this there, little... There is a, it's a solid roleplay community, so it's interesting yeah. to, to see that that, uh, that point of view. Yeah. Um, I mean, frankly, um, I, I don't really like Lightning. 
-hmm. but I will probably... Well, I will definitely go and get the costume. I may even wear it around. See, that's my problem. I'm such, like, an event item whore. Like, I'm totally going to get it. I'm going to make a female alt so I can make sure I get it. Like, it's horrible. <laughs> um, See, I'm more personally interested in the story and what they're doing with that than, like, the, the weapons and the, and the armor that they've showed off. I was like, oh, that, okay, cool, you're going to get something for it. But I'm like, I want to find out you know, what their story and, you know... Uh, I'm very is interested in that, especially with them tying it in 13. Yeah, absolutely, because it's like, while, you know, yeah, people mentioned, you know, Sephiroth as, you know, you know, as a potential boss and how cool that would be. I know that would, you know, bring in a lot of, you know, excitement from, you know, maybe old uh, players who haven't even thought about 14 in a while. But I was like, man, you know, for me, I think the, the, the coolest boss would, you know, be Kefka from 6, you know, but I know he's dead, but it's just like, you right. know. She's Ultimacia. Time compression, that works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you're writing stuff, you can end up writing yourself into a hole, so hopefully we don't see that it's, happen. It's funny you mentioned Ultimacia and time yeah. compression. Oh, yeah. I was talking to a friend right. of mine when, when they announced this, and she's like, where's my Squall and Renoa costumes? And I was like, it's funny, because like, I'm not a big fan of Lightning, I'm not really huge on this, but my god, I would so jump on yeah. that, right? <laughs> exactly. And everyone's you know, like, I was thinking about it, too. My favorite characters are not the like main female-male heroine hero, mm -hmm. so I would never probably end up with a costume from a character that I love. Sure. So. Yeah, it, it's funny, because it's... What if the, like, uh, the Shadow Lord just showed up one day? That'd be funny. <laughs> But well, we'd know how to kill him. I don't have a tail now. and uh... We all just dress up as archangels. And uh... What about 11, 14 cross-world yeah. stuff? Because yeah. there's the storyline there is, is yeah. uh, open. It's not a yeah. completed game. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would be interesting to see, uh, and when I've been saying this for a while now, once 14 actually does launch, I'm really curious to see what happens between... Um, 11 and 14 subs and players and, and how that moves around. Um, I actually had somebody uh, whining the other day that because they didn't have their 11 account active, they didn't get the Hermes shoes. Mm -hmm. Like, really? You don't you really need those, okay? They're nice, though. I mean, you can you can do infinite sprint in cities now with those because they reduced the, uh, or they increased the uh, duration time, so by the time it wears off, you can the recast is up. So it does something else uh, now? I'll, I'll teach in, you a secret. In cities, you can... You can the Sprint is already sprint. infinite if you don't use TP, by the way. Yeah. Well, no, but you have to wait for the recast. It wears before the recast is yeah. up. But with the shoes, it lasts Not longer. if you're full TP. No, even if you're full TP. I don't believe so. Yeah. Yeah, there is, there is a little bit of downtime. There was a there was an adjustment from phase two to phase three. In phase okay. three, there is a little bit of downtime. Yeah. Ah. Phase two, there was not. So I know where you're coming from with that. And I will. I do have the Hermes shoes, so I'm gonna have to check that out. Honestly, regarding anything with eleven to fourteen uh, with subs, I think they should end up just having kind of a one, you know, mm -hmm. package kind of kind of thing. Like, okay, you got this. They've already got multiple pricing options. I think you know. It, I guess they're probably also gonna watch to see what happens with their eleven sure. subs. And then be like, oh, hey, why not pay an extra $5 and sub to both? And be like, yeah. I think I would probably take that deal. And, and you know, we talking about, you know, lore and, and pulling 11 stuff in. Um, look at look at the characters that we can play as, the races. I mean, those were yeah. pulled from 11 specifically so people that wanted to come from 11 into 14 could recreate their character. 
Um, yeah, just, we just got today, similar monsters. I heard people. Yeah, I heard people were complaining that so many of the monsters are similar now. Really, the main races are almost exactly the same. Yeah. Shadow Dragon was in there. I ran into one of those the other day. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for a patch <laughs> where they give uh, Rogan its tails, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Costume. We get some costume. We get some costume. Yeah. Or even <laughs> right. some armor. It just has it's like a pants with a little tail yeah, on it's, it. It's yeah. interesting, and, and you know, I'd asked Yoshida about this back at E3. I'm like. There's not old Ja in eleven, like or in, in fourteen. Like that's weird, right? Like before, it's like okay, here's a Mandy, here's a Clipper. You know, recycling monsters isn't anything new. They've been doing that forever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you know, Beastman race was was kind of odd. Um, it's even weirder seeing Mo- there's some old Ja that are actually in Limsa, just kind of standing around. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have a bigger pen? Hmm. That's what he yeah, says. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> there's uh, at the uh, at the Arcana Guild. It's it's because they're like uh, I'm trying to think. Of, it's like customs, right, for Limsa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just a line of beastmen. You have like a goblin, a keykern, and a and a mammal jaw. That sounds like the start of like a really bad joke. Um, <laughs> and the mammal jaw is like up at the desk. He's like, "Do you have a bigger quill?" I, I walked in. I'm like, "What the hell is going?" Because yes, they're from Eleven, but they were all hostile, right? They weren't like friendly versions mm-hmm. of it, so to see a couple Mamul Jaws just, like, standing around in town, you're like, what is going on? So, uh, it's it's interesting, but, yeah, just sharing mobs across games isn't new. Um, mo- uh, you know, having a character straight from another game, that's that's the big difference here. Um, and I know initially what I what I talked about, too, because a lot of people, you know, I, I we give the example of how I would jump on 8 stuff, right? Uh, but I'm not a big fan of 13. What I think could have been really good to do without having to really worry about the lore of it um, was just, you know, either wait till like like Halloween or wait until the Gold Saucer comes up and release just a batch of costumes of previous characters, right? You can just say, hey, it's a costume from some famous warrior or something and not worry about having to pull the character directly into the game. Mm. And mess with Laura. You can just say, "All right, here's a co- costume. You know, throw it on your vanity slot or something, and that's it." Um, what about the inverse of that? What about putting us into other games' worlds? That wouldn't necessarily mess up their lore, would it? Because that's then not pulling them from their world at all, right? That would be interesting. Well, I mean, if you actually think about it, like how many of the games? Because Final Fantasy One, you created your own, you know characters they you know didn't have really a backstory that except for what that you put in what were there any other i cannot think off the top of my head where the characters weren't predefined that you kind of you know nah, made your own besides the 11 and the only one one 11 and now 14 yeah uh, you know so yeah i think our characters i mean not that it would necessarily make uh the perfect fit because they would be foreign mm-hmm. <laughs> to the to the world but yeah because because you know, we're more, I think, versatile than these, you know, mainline, you know, characters that they've developed their story. Yeah, it could be, it'd be interesting. I mean, you know, Fog brought up the point <laughs> of, of going into other worlds. <laughs> well, how, how weird would it be if we had uh, an instance or something that takes place in, like, Pulse, right? That'd be weird. Mm-hmm. The lightning comes over and then we do a fight yeah. or something over there. Like We get sucked back into it yeah. over there. I mean, I, yeah. if, if they're tying it in so well like that i mean it's it's not outside the realm of possibilities but that's like I'm just gonna if it makes sense that she can get here why can't we go there right right, right. no that's a, that's a that's a really good point 
That scares me a little bit. <laughs> um, I Man, think, I think running around Grand Pulse. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, there's definitely some of the monsters over there that aren't in uh, the current areas, like the giant. We were talking about the giant turtle things. Yeah, yeah. They are. The, uh, I can't, I can't yeah. remember the name of them. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people are are on the fence or on both sides, and it's it's funny because the people that are on one side or the other of the argument, they're very like passionate about their their side too, uh, which is kind of like it's like all right guys, it's it's gonna be okay. Um, I think it's just one of those things that I'll, my best advice is that you know we need to also wait and see how it's played out because. I mean, we you know know very little actually in comparative how it's how they're going to make it work, and it could be something that you know we, there's no point in raging over nothing. But at mm -hmm. the same time, we could get there, and then there might be something to be upset about. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to spend the time from now to whenever that's supposed to be in the you know the game. And it, you know, I think it's just there's better things to be be upset about. P Pico man <laughs> in the in our in our chat here asks, I think probably what's what's the greatest question of all about this whole debate. Can I visit Balam Garden cafeteria and get a hot dog? Yes. That's great. That's um, the only thing I want to do. Right? <laughs> um, and then the other the other topic here, um, with these we'll also get the weapons. Um, so we have, you know, we'll have like Fang's pole arm. We'll have um, the uh, 13-2s. Uh, Hope's boomerang book. I like that one. I was, was, I was, save, I was gonna save that one for last. What the oh, I'm sorry. hell were they thinking? With I don't know, thing? man. They're like, they needed a book. We so need they're a like, book. Well, it looks Let's like just a book. Take like five boomerangs. We'll tape them together, and there you go. It's a book now. That's that's my biggest like lore breaking thing. I mean, I I you know after reading the stuff from Yoshida, I'm I'm confident that they're gonna make it fit and work. But that boomerang book is like the ugliest thing I have ever seen. That makes no sense either. Never in my life have I heard of anyone making a book out of boomerangs. Like lots of things, but not boomerangs. <laughs> Next fan fest, I'm gonna cosplay. I'm gonna have a boomerang book. Boomerang book. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I keep trying to throw this thing away, but it keeps coming back. There you go. <laughs> it's the book you can't Shame throw away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I think... Uh, oh, hmm? I was going to say on the hot dog uh, topic, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can go over and grab some uh, cards while we're there and bring them back so we can have a card game. That'd be nice. You're getting my hopes up, man. My kind of keep this going. Hopefully we'll have we'll have a card game by the time uh, Gold Saucer rolls around, right? Oh, man, I just had another thought. Oh, Maybe boy. the reason all this fan service <laughs> stuff is coming into fourteen is because, because of the reason ate lightning. The hot dogs and they got no, it's because them. of the thing reason lightning's here. We're taking things from these other dimensions now. To get, well, not dimensions, but other planets and worlds and other games and so forth because we can get there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or they could come here, and those ideas came with them or us. There you go. Yeah. Maybe that's why the Garlean Empire is so powerful. It's where they got all their magic. I'm leaving. <laughs> Am I ruining your? Sorry. <laughs> My immersion is gone. Nope. Oh, you even said it. You said. I was keeping myself from doing that. My immersion. Well, isn't immersion the story that they've given you? So whatever they give you is your immersion, right? So. Well, but but the idea of being that the immersion it's is the 14 story and they're trying to add part of the 13 story into it, right? But that is then the 14 story, right? Yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm <All right>. done. 
<laughs> Blitz bomb. We could go on about this no. all day. Yeah, a lot of people are like, so so when you know we have all the the lightning stuff for lightning returns, right? That's just promotional stuff. When are we gonna get the Titus and the Una costumes for for ten and ten two HD? I wouldn't be surprised, you know. I, Who knows? When it starts to fail and I need money, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't say that out loud, did I? There was a there I'm was sorry. a friend of mine. That made I don't I'm pretty sure they were joking, but they're like you know they should they should just stop subs for 14, and they just introduce a cash shop with costumes from all the previous Final Fantasy characters, and they'd probably like make you know three or four times as much money. A part of me thinks that that's probably not too far off. Yeah. <laughs> probably pretty close. I don't want right? to admit to that. Oh boy. All right. Well, we could go on on this topic forever, um, unless anybody has anything else they want to throw in here. No, nothing that won't it be. It, it's not a circular <laughs> argument. It's just like, all right, so no, it's. Uh, I think the the horse is dead, and <laughs> I hope so. It's been thoroughly beaten. We can uh, we can walk and move on to the next thing. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, that'll be it uh, for that. Thanks for everybody that uh, gave us their comments uh, and voted in our poll for that. Uh, we'll try to do some more. Uh, community discussions get your thoughts in here uh some more for other topics and stuff in the future um i think that is it that is all we got for this episode uh beta phase three is ending uh in a few hours here so i uh, hope you guys have been enjoying that open beta coming soon launch coming very soon uh packs right before that's gonna be a weird week for me i've got packs and then, like the day after it's like launch it's like man It'll be a busy week. It'll be fun. Um, so you can email us if you have questions or comments for any of us or the show or whatever. Aetherite Radio at GamerEscape.com. You can tweet at us at Aetherite Radio. Uh, visit our website, GamerEscape.com. We've been doing a lot of work on our Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn wiki. That's FFXIV.GamerEscape.com. Uh, get some edits in. Get uh, supporter status. Get a chance to win a shirt. And uh, we'll see you here, uh, I don't know, one or two weeks or something like that. We'll be back a few weeks. When stuff here. happens. When stuff happens. So we'll be back here probably uh, two or three weeks or so. So uh, thanks for everybody tuning in. Uh, thanks for everybody for joining me, Mogs, Anidra, and Brynn. And uh, we'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.